up. Live burial. What do we think? What do we know about this? This is live burial, unending futility. Um, this is a death slash thrash slash proto death, and I'm gonna say plat thrash progressive death uh, band from Newcastle, England. That's a different place for death metal these days. <laughs> I don't hear I'm about not, stuff coming from Newcastle. I'm not judging, but that's a different place for death. That's a very different, a very different place for death metal. I mean, there's always you know one or two death metal bands out of England. Sure, it's not it's not known for it, but they have like notable death metal bands. You know, they're more of the grindcore thing, but they they have some notable you know you know the the you know the old bolt thrower. You know, they they were like you know it's a different thing though. They weren't part of like the scenes. The, the the pivotal scenes yeah. like the Sweden and the Florida. I mean I don't know maybe we just didn't hear about their lesser bands yeah that's right and it's just going. the ones that punch through um, yeah. and only one or two punch through yeah, yeah. anyway you only had a couple of moving them. on to their album this is their second album let's bring it up dun, 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 dun. that is I'm, not a very death metal album cover unending futility I wouldn't peg it as death metal just looking at the cover you know Death metal um, albums—they like gore. They like gore is like a theme. This is not. Well, there we'll talk about that. Um, but this is their second album on Transcending Obscurity Records. Mm. All right, as I mentioned, they're death metal plus this kind of death metal plus thrash. So obviously, they're not going to be <laughs> too in the true uh, area over here where they're true to one genre. They're obviously blending a few styles. I would liken it to swinging between proto death kind of slayer or possessed mm. uh worship yes to more proggy death or morbid angel style yeah um slows down that morbid angel style yeah, yeah. and modern terms i would call it a thrashier blood incantation yeah without the without the you know the, we'll get into it later that's another category without the what we'll get it's another category that we'll talk about that in a second okay um, but yeah so they they just they kind of i feel like they smash these two styles together yeah um, they've got that fretless bass that really just brings it mm -hmm. home as far as the death influence. Yeah, they're doing like. Uh, but they've got some very thrashy parts as well, yeah. so it's interesting, yeah, especially so as someone who likes both styles. It's in that like late '80s um, that we're just like f figuring out like Florida death metal thing. Yeah, but it's a good era to be in. That's an interesting era of music when thrash was kind of like in its height. But meanwhile, there was this other thing coming up. These, these people are going, Thrash is not fucking brutal enough. And then you had this other scene coming up. You know? All right. They, they also have like one of those light songs on here that Thrash likes to do. Yep. The they light a little, part. A little like Spanish ditty in there. Yeah. They used to always, like every Thrash band in the late 80s had to do that. They were like, look, we like, like you know, you always get that from Testament, like, you know, or even like Metallica. Metallica would do it at a lot of more, much more simple level. But like Testament would used to do it like kind of more complicated because they had like Alex Skolnick or something. But, you know, Rex, like all those bands had to have like the light part. In the height of thrash, every like thrash band had to have the light part. And it was always expected. Like they, they'd have an interlude in the middle of the song to have like a light acoustic part. It's like, look, we could play. Like, I don't know what it was for. It was like, look, we could play. I don't know. I don't know what the reason for, but everyone did it. I mean, sometimes if you have a really intense, like thrashy album, it's nice to have a little... Yeah. A little break. I don't like it now, but back break. then, back then I thought it was, when I was a kid, when I was twelve, I thought it was were you, awesome. You were impressed. I thought it was fucking awesome. See, it works. Yeah, I'm sure someone else thinks it's it, awesome. It now. adjusted the mind. It it, it it really you know had an effect on the mind of a twelve year old. Plus, you know, you're listening to it on like a record or something. You're not going to get up and. It was on the radio, WSRU usually. They would play this slow. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. WSC wouldn't like cut out the song. They would like they wouldn't shorten the song. Oh, they play the whole. Yeah. Oh, you mean a section? But they, I'm talking yeah. about like a song, like a, a dedicated song that's light. Like a slow part. Yeah, there was some bands. That, a lot of bands had ballads, even like well, heavier bands. We got one of those. So the Suicidal Tendency had ballads. It's not a ballad. It's like a ditty. It's like an interlude. Like an interlude in the song. But yeah, bands. Would that's do a that whole too. song. It was a thing. They're capturing. They're capturing the era perfectly. Authentically, well, faithfully. no, because I don't think you have a single band incorporating both of these styles right, back so, then. Yeah, they're taking all because the thrash bands, the death metal bands, wouldn't really do that. Because the thrash, the thrash sounds like '86 yeah. or something, yeah. and the death metal sounds like I don't know '91. Yeah. So. Well, or late '80s, you know, if they're doing like the possessed thing, it's kind of like late '80s. You know, it's when thrash was kind of changing. Well, I would call possessed thrash. They're still thrash, but they're like but, they're possessed. Is at the last gate of thrash they're like at the the final little end of it they're at the gateway you all know, right they're as far as you could take thrash uh so um sonic terror or just pop um this uh sound stops short of like you know the extreme sound that you know so it's it's in that what it's what i just said it, it's it's like in that possessed area it's just like it, it's you know it, it's just there getting into like what early death metal was, you know. Yeah, as far as like you know. But it's not it's not mouth breather death metal. It, it is it's not caveman death metal. It is death metal, so no one's gonna call this easy to listen to. Yeah. Most people would find this a little yes. uh, hard to approach, but it, it, it's also complicated. It's 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 a lot of notes. It's many notes. Um, but despite being so proggy, um, like I found this very listenable. I actually found like the. In- like the proto death thrash parts were probably the most intense. Like the proggy death stuff's like almost a little melodic and mm-hmm. unpleasant for the most part. It's a bit much for me. You know. It's a bit much. Like those those bands are always like, yeah, I'm like, oh my my small brain. Death metal, you're you're automatically Sonic Terror, so yeah, it's automatically there. But this is okay. less than like Cannibal Corpse or something. Approach yeah. only if you already have your death metal license. Yeah, this is not Caveman but... death metal by any means. This is not. I'm the like, death metal triangle that Samantha invented. This does not fall under caveman at all. Oh, definitely not. This is complete clicks. It's okay. a nerd, kind of nerd death metal. Um, this is a retro band, so for their production, they've definitely got that retro style. Production is very balanced. As I mentioned, they've got a fretless bass in here. You can hear it beautifully. Yeah, they're, do, they're doing that thing. And we know where that's from. We'll get into that in a second. Um, it's very old school, very echoey sound on those drums and shit. Yeah, that it's high, good. high production drum sound. I don't like that. I, when I, when I like I, it. When I do drums, I want to do them like they're recorded in a room. Like I love that basic drum sound. You can I want them to be heard, but I want them to sound like there's not a lot of mics on them. I don't know. Like I, when I when I do my fake drums, I purposely use only the room mic, the simulated room mic, so they sound like they're in a room and not like individually mic'd. It's a DIY sound. DIY. <laughs> DIY. So. It's a DIY. I like my drums that way. Yeah, I like my drums. Okay. That way. But I like this production on death metal a lot. I, I think production is very important for death metal. Yeah, well, it's got, and you know, it's got the... It's uh, kind of make or break for me anyway. Um, and I think this this goes a long way to, to making this album as listenable as it is. It's got the um, the, the Florida, the, the Tampa place. What is it called? More Sound? More Sound. It's got the More Sound Sound. More Sound Sound. More Sound Sound. Yeah. More Sound Sound. <laughs> anyway, good job on the production. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, you know, they weren't fucking around the production. So, um, uh, can't play her too many notes. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of too many notes in this. Um, they're going with that fretless, uh, Steve DiGiorgio philosopher sound, you know, like they're, they're like, oh yeah, let's get that. Let's capture that death under death's best lineup. You know, when they, have, and, and you know that when you hear like, like, you know, um, individual thought patterns or something, you hear that just like 
madness that's going on in the base. And Steve Jr. doesn't really do that anymore. He kind of plays as normally now with Pittsman. He doesn't really do the like. He was kind of like a you know he was like one of those noticeable base players back then. It was like whoa, what's he? What's this guy doing? You know, and uh, yeah, these guys are tr- you know they're well, trying. Not trying every to ma- band wants to have the statement instrument be the bass. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the. I don't. Me personally, I don't like the fretless bass. It's a little too like. I like the fretless too bass. Snobby for me. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I love that snobby sound. Look, I don't need any frets. I know the notes. And that's not. Okay, shout out to you guys. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, they usually have markings on them. Yeah, you could kind of. You can you you don't. You can get like a quarter tone. It's more about the style. Yeah, so you don't have an exact. You don't want the exact note. They are harder to play. Well, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no borders between the notes, so it's like a trombone. Um, It's it's a a trombone of your hand, or a violin, you know, or a cello. It's a trombone. (laughs) Yes, it's like a trombone. Uh, So yeah, it captures that sound. It captures that sound of death, the best lineup, you know, for I think, you know, when they had Andy the Rock. we just discovered was it was a guest. I would musician. argue yeah. human was death's best line. Okay, so. fine. You know, scream bloody gore. Either way, you know that they're all they're they're, yeah, they're all good. Um, but your yeah, death kind of got really proggy at that point with the, with that lineup. You know, you got Andy the Rock on. All right, we're talking about this album. Um, but yeah, the songs are um, you know, a standard length, uh, tolerable for death metal. Cause you, only, you can only take up so you can only take so much death metal. You know, me anyway. Before my my brain starts melting, right? Um, but yeah, they have one song called Cemetery Fog at the end, and it's like it's nine minutes long. It's, that was full. Honestly, that song's kind of a banger. I like that it was song. Cool. Like you end it. Like it's you, not boring though. You, you, it's you, intense, you, you, but you, it's not boring. You think you're done with it, and it's like no, you got nine more minutes. It's like oh, am I done with detention yet? It's like no, you got another week. You know, see you next week. You know, it's not over yet. You know, and I'm not saying that is a bad thing. It's just Listen you know, there, like our, it's, the album's thirty minutes. It's a bit much. Maybe yeah, it should be forty. A, that's a lot of the yeah, you know yeah. I don't you know I don't like I don't appreciate the nine minute song. I'm fine with it. Yeah, never mind him. I want the um, short song. But yes, short attention span. Again, this is death metal, and we're even doing progressive death, and we're doing extreme thrash. So obviously, the playing skills got to be there, and it is. Yeah, you got to uh, be good to play this stuff. Even, I, even if it doesn't sound we, good. We've mentioned the bass a lot, like the bass player, guitar player. Who's the bass player? Let's just find out. What's the guitar let's, player? Let's give this guy I found his uh, solos technical, but tasteful. Lee Anderson. Lee Anderson is good. Lee Anderson. He's been in a number of other bands as well. I don't know what these bands are, but you know, it so, well, sounds not good. familiar. They're they're all in all the same bands together. That's nice. Yeah. They're Lee all very good friends. Anderson sounds like a guy who's like famous, like but he's not. He's just like you know, he sounds it's like a, very a name. Standard name. Yes, it sounds like a guy who is popular. It's like oh yeah, Lee Anderson. I know him. All it's right, like, let's no, go don't. back to the album. Okay. Da, 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 da. So, yeah. Um. But yes, uh, Maledictus over here appreciates a tasteful guitar solo. Yeah, they had them. Well, sometimes I do. And they put him in there. You know, they need well. They needed them. He appreciates the guitar solo that isn't masturbatory. Yes. So. Some. I mean, and well, you know, yeah. Like I like you know, like I'm not always for a guitar solo when it's not needed. Like a lot of these bands are just kind of half-assed guitar solos. That's fine. Like Ice Four guy. Like he's keeping them real simple. He's just putting them like where they're needed. Like literally, these guys are going to be a little more liberal with their solos. It's but, death metal. But they're not yeah. masturbating on the solos though. They're not. They're 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 it's good. Tasteful. They're like Andy LaRock, the way Andy LaRock. Andy LaRock, you know. He's not really a super guitarist. Like he's yeah, he's not a super guitarist. Like he plays for King Diamond, but there's nothing crazy about how he plays though. You know, he's not there's a there's a fine line between like these guitarists. I saw a documentary about that guest spot he did on uh, Death 
And yeah. it was just like he just came in and did it. Well, yeah, he's a good he guitarist. Just in and did it. But there's a no there's, there's guys that could play it's really he well. Winged it. No, but there's these guys that just like play just too gallantly, though. You know what I mean? All right. Well, this he's guy did a good job. Yeah, this guy did Keep a good it on job. On topic. Absolutely. All right. Fun. Are these guys fun? This is fun. death metal. Death metal can only be so fun, and it's not very fun. So we're pretty serious over here. Well. It depends what kind of death metal. This is more serious death metal. This is some pretty serious stuff. Lyric contents. I wouldn't say yeah, it's kind of typical death metal stuff, but it's not nothing too brutal. I, again, it's hard. I'm no. not really. It's oh. not brutal. <laughs> I'm not really a lyrics person, especially on any harsh singing. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, I can't understand. What so we're just about. going by like the album uh, uh, song titles. Comment uh, down below what your songs. They're are definitely about. going for kind of an ominous feel. Don't, know, stuff like isn't that what every metal band does? Swing of the pendulum, the the crypt of slumbering. Those are very death lyrics. Those, madness. Those are very death themes. But as opposed to like cannibal corpse. The cannibal horse gore. Yes. So they're not gory. Yeah. They're like uh they're like nice death. They're not caveman. Yeah. Not gory. Nice death metal, and they're very serious about the music. I would say, you know, as we said, it's technical. It's well done. Uh, serious, heavy, dark, evil, etc. Evil. Um. Yeah, like I said, once again, they put a ten-minute song at the end of the album. So you got to be somewhat serious to have a ten-minute song. It's hurt, hurt my feelings. Um, this album takes a retro feel. Like I said, they're 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 like you know, they're um, an alternative like death metal. You know, like but they're kind of doing that. Um, you know, but a certain fun factor. You know, it, it, it's they're like a special kind. Of, like there's a lot of bands doing the death metal thing today. Right, that's a pop, that's a new popular thing. A lot of bands are going that route. These guys are taking it into like a certain specific genre of death, a, a specific era of death metal. Well, there's two eras I feel like competing on this. Well, there's, there's, the, there's the proto thrash, and then there's the the proggy death. Yeah, it's the mid '90s proggy stuff. Um, you know, but they're 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 keeping it like American. Um, yes, in this, their sound. This does this does feel very American. It's not Swedish at all. Or at all British, or or, or whatever British is. I'm not, or whatever not, taking you know. Yeah, you know, when we did, we never did a show on British death metal. Um, so I'm not that like keen on actual British death metal and what the factors are, and what the criteria is. So comment down below. It's not really a scene so much as a couple big bands. Yeah, there's only a couple of them. That's the thing. Um, but it is different. But yes, I mean, old school death metal is definitely cool right now. There's a lot um, of people doing it. It's definitely on scene. Some but, people are, yeah, go ahead. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them all the way over on the hipster category, because they're kind of like the less hipster blood incantation. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so they can't be all the way on the end. They're, you know, they don't sing about aliens. They're no. not. Uh, they don't delve into into any uh, transcendental or intellectual uh, topics. They're just uh, some guys. They're definitely just some guys. So yeah, they're keeping the craziness. This is a retro uh, death metal act. Um, you know, going for the proto-death sound, that special proto-death sound. Um, definitely, like, hipster-friendly, but minus the tinfoil, right? Um, blood incantation, there's a lot of tinfoil there, right? Tinfoil? Tinfoil on the head. Tinfoil protecting the brain from the, the interdimensional child molester waves from Mars, from Phobos. I feel like blood incantation is just very up their own ass and self-aware about it. But he has a helmet. I think that protects him. He's aware the blood incantation guy. He's aware of waves coming in. Oh, we know about the waves from 
And these guys aren't worried about that. They're like, no, they're, they're just like, fucking just whatever. They're, they're British. They're fucking what? From Newcastle. You may have a fucking Newcastle. Probably have a Scottish accent, right? I think North of England. Yeah. Thing. They're fucking Scottish. Maybe they talk. Anyway. They probably they talk like David Coverdale, probably. And um, you know, and they're, they're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, this yeah, is a cool you know? album. Yeah, Any but just no. The, there, yeah, there's no. Um, Any thoughts on the cover art here? Oh, cover art. Okay, so this is not a typical, like, even. Death had some gore like sometimes, or they had some weird stuff going on in their thing. Not as gore, not a like cannibal corpse, but even Death had some gore. This is like I don't think this looks very British, right? Like it's like a, you know, it doesn't look a death metal. It looks like it should looks like it should be just some, some like like speed metal album of the eighties. It doesn't it doesn't look death at all. Just saying, not that you know. Yeah, look at how legible that uh, the logo is. Pretty is. fairly legible compared to Blood Ink Invasion. That's fairly legible. Fair. I mean, I could read it. So yeah, you guys aren't going the. Which is cool. You're doing your own thing. You're not following that like theme that you're supposed to follow. So, do your own thing. It's pretty. It's very British. It's like a king or something. Like uh no, this is like in Skyrim. Um, that's a dragor tomb, and the and he's like there, but the dragor's gonna come out. You know, like the dra- the, uh-huh. the, the, the zombies, oh, the zombie Vikings. Annoying. I hate them because they, they're always ever. They're like nah. It's like get the fuck out of here. Leave me alone. Yeah, that's like the, the Dragar boss. He's got yes. magic. He's got he's like got ice the, magic. He's got the king. He's got the crown. Uh huh. He's got ice magic, and ice magic really fucked you up. It's mm. like powerful ice magic. Fuck this cover. I'm gonna mention Skyrim on every fucking thing we do, because I played so much.